1: play of every single game impacts you in some way shape or form
0: it's you better you bet presented by betmgm
1: the wonderful Football Wednesday edition of You better event rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley. It's awesome to be here with you on the BetQL Network. What an awesome first two hours of the show. Detailing line movements in the National Football League for week number three. More line movement coming up in a little bit. Pro sports better Rob Pozzola joined us last hour. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL insider, joined us last hour. Will Brinson from CBS Sports joined us last Last hour, Eric Eager from Sumer Sports will join us in 20 minutes, giving us his best bets coming up for week number three in the NFL. Lochmas still to come. Ken Barkley going to tell you how to bet conference title futures at this point in the college football season. And in the final hour, power hour of the show, we'll give you all our bets coming up for tonight. But what a treat this is right now as we stand on the precipice of the best college football Saturday of the season. Maybe we get another really good one later in the year, but right now this looks like it's going to be the Big Daddy, the best one, with tons of awesome games on the slate from morning through night. And joining us right now to break it all down, the Bear, Chris Felica, Uh, star now of Fox Sports. Uh, their gambling coverage do an unbelievable job on big new kickoff. They'll be in Cincinnati this week for Oklahoma and Cincinnati with my with my guy Brady Quinn among others, and he's also the host of Bear Bets, a new awesome sports betting podcast featuring Jeff Schwartz, featuring Will Hill, and our good friend Sam Paniadovich, who joins us every single phenomenal football Friday here, has for years on You Better You Bet. So again, everyone, be sure to check out Bear Bets, awesome college football and NFL betting podcast hosted by our guest right now, the Bear. Chris Felica. Bear, thanks for so much for making the time. Nick and Ken, you better you bet on a Wednesday. How's it going?
2: We're we're doing all right. We survived the uh, the the Napoli Braga the, under three and a half, two one with an a late own goal, so uh we're okay right now. So we we're, we're, we're doing all right. <laughs>
0: Bear obviously soccer better, horse racing better. Not really the time of year necessarily for for horse racing. Saratoga's over, right? Breeders' cup comes up in a in a couple months, so kind of like a little bit of a, a downtime, which means a lot a lot of college football and bear, like obviously a ton of games and a ton of really good games, but I actually do want to start with Colorado just because the fascination with this team is pretty ridiculous. Like the T V ratings of the Colorado State game were astronomical, like ten million people watching at two in the morning or whatever. And they just find themselves in another really interesting situation this week. A twenty 20- 21 point underdog to Bo Nix and Oregon, who obviously have kind of aspirations of making the playoff this year. So how is betting on or against Colorado kind of gone for you this year? What's kind of your philosophy been and any bets for you against Oregon in the game coming up on Saturday?
2: Yeah, I, I took kind of a wait and see approach in the opener and everybody was expecting them to get absolutely drugged by TCU. But I wasn't necessarily thinking TCU was. A great team, so I, I kind of was on the on the, uh, the, t- the TCU over in that game. I'm like, look, Colorado's got some offensive guys, but I don't think defensively they're going to be able to slow down TCU. So, game one, I, I, I was not involved in the in the side or the total or other than the TCU team total, which did get there. Uh, the Nebraska game, I did have Nebraska, and it looked pretty good for the first 25 minutes or so, and very easily could have gone to halftime scoreless. So I lost that, and then last week. Uh, I did get involved again in the Colorado team total uh, going over, which did get there. So I, I'm kind of I'm, I've been a I've been better than most in terms of avoiding the Colorado stinks. I'm going to bet against them every week type of deal. So we've done okay, but I'm I'm curious to see where we are after the next two weeks because uh, they're not going to go to Eugene win, and I would assume that SC is going to go to to Boulder and win now, especially without uh, Travis Hunter in the lineup. And, and I think as they continue to suffer injuries, which I think. Is it given in this sport in college football? The depth is going to be tested. Uh, defensively, they're going to give up again a ton of points and a ton of yards. And this this feels like another over type game. Do I want to lay twenty one? I don't know. But I, again, I would take a look at the Oregon team total and the and the, and the total in the game because I think again this will be this could very easily be one of those like. 49-28 Oregon-type wins, and and again, you're, you're playing Plinko right around the number, but I think the thing I'm most confident about is Oregon putting up a bunch of points in this game.
1: Uh, at BetMGM right now, that number's down to 20.5 the points part of the game with Colorado and Oregon. Total sitting at 70.5 right now at our show sponsor, the King of Sportsbooks, BetMGM. So that's Bear's take on Colorado and Oregon. Bear, let's go to uh, Florida State and Clemson. Uh, I can't wait for this game. Gonna have a bet on the Seminoles. Florida State, a 2.5-point road favor. Total about 55 Uh, Clemson plus 110 on the money line for those uh, intrepid souls. Uh, Any thoughts here on Florida State and Clemson? Any bets in this game?
2: It feels kind of like it's a good spot for Florida State. Normally, you would never say going on the road and laying a short number. Uh, Death Valley is a good spot. But with with how poor Florida State was last week, just kind of a predictable sleepwalking-type atmosphere at a bad team who was emotionally charged on on the Red Vandana day, which they always seem to – play well and Florida state has struggled up there in the past. Like it was not surprising to see that game under the number. Certainly it was a little surprising to see BC with an opportunity to, 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 to win or send that game to overtime in the fourth quarter. But, but I think a performance like that is kind of what, what Mike Norvell would maybe like, you never admit it, but I think privately be like, okay, good. They got a bad game out of the way. We can refocus them in practice and say, here's what happens when you don't pay attention to detail, when you're not fully invested, when you take teams for granted. And I think now you go on the road against Clemson, who's been the top dog in the ACC now since about 2015. And like I, I know they beat a bad FAU team, but I'm, I'm still, I'm not there with Clemson. Like if you look, how they've done dating back to the end of the 2020 season, I believe it is now, the last ten games that they have played against teams that either finished the year ranked or are ranked in the case of Duke right now, they're two and eight in those games. So there's clearly something missing with Clemson. I worry about that offensive line against Verse and that Florida State front. And can they match Florida State point for point? I'm not so sure and yeah, Clemson is I think, a little bit better than what we saw in the Duke game, but at the same time, I think Florida State, with the way they've used the transfer portal to replenish the wide receiver core and a bunch of holes on that on that team, uh, I'm with I'm, I'm 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 with you, Nick. I, I would I'd lay the points here with, with the Knolls, and if you don't want to avoid laying the points and just kind of buy yourself the two and a half points of insurance, you could probably just play the uh, play the money line as well and take the points right out of it
0: bear I'm curious because if, if we play this out and and we have Florida State winning this game obviously they already beat LSU in week one those are probably the two toughest games on their schedule you know you got the rivalry games Miami and Florida are always going to be a little tricky but kind of look at the rest of the schedule if they get past this game you go man this team could put up like a big big record this year you know it, we always want to be careful about putting all the four teams in the playoff you know the first month of the season things can kind of go crazy but do you see Florida State as a likely playoff team do you see them as a, a potential national champion I mean that's kind of seems like if you haven't and Clemson, that that's kind of in play for them.
2: That's a great thing about about this season. I was kicking this around the other day. Like you could tell me right now, the four playoff teams are Florida State, Washington, Texas, and Penn State, and I believe it. You could tell me the four playoff teams were USC, Notre Dame, uh, Michigan, and and whomever, and I would believe it. Like like the, 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 it's 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 awesome that we finally, for the first time in the playoff era. Don't have a clear favorite. Like, oh, is Georgia, Georgia is the favorite? And they'll probably get things figured out, but they they certainly looked like they had some holes in, in that first half last week against South Carolina. But you but you're right. I, I think with Florida State, the key will be not picking up that second loss. Where pick up if you pick up a loss in the regular season, you've got to obviously win the ACC title game. But if you get to the ACC title game and you're undefeated, maybe you lose a rematch with Clemson or you'll lose a rematch with Florida State. Uh, there's a little bit of leeway there where things maybe work out. Maybe you still get into the playoff because you can say, hey, we played LSU in, an, in the, one of the tougher non-conference games of the year. We went to Clemson and win. We we beat Miami in the regular, whatever the circumstance is. And I think we still think they would have a uh, a legit case. But but yeah, I, I do think uh, Florida State is a team that I would certainly be looking at Playing right now in the uh, national title odds, I, I think they're right around, were 14, they fourteen to one, or somewhere around there? It was I think at last check, or twelve to one, was it, was, it, was I think what they were at, at last look? But uh, certainly, I, I think if you played them, maybe this week to win the ACC, and they happen to go to Clemson and win, you're going to see a significant leap in that price, and then probably you're looking at a, at a position where, if they get to the ACC title game, you could play some, uh, play something back on the dog in that game and lock in a profit.
1: Florida State 12-1 to win the national championship right now at our show sponsor, BetMGM. Ken will talk about how to bet conference title futures in college football a little later in the show in Loch Ness, including on the ACC. It is You Better You Bet, wonderful football Wednesday. Talking the college football slate coming up this weekend with the Bear, Chris Felika from Fox Sports. You can watch him coming up this weekend on Fox Big Noon Kickoff in Cincinnati for Oklahoma at Cincinnati. Uh, Bear was talking about some potential college football playoff teams right in the last answer. Uh, two of those teams are Ohio State and Notre Dame who will be hashtag renewing pleasantries this weekend. Buckeyes a three-point road favorite, total 55.5. How are you betting Ohio State and Notre Dame, Bear?
2: I don't have a play on this right now. I'm just going to kind of wait and see how this thing goes the, the rest of the week. But I, I don't know how, what, what your your listeners and your guests have kind of said, but it seems to me like everybody so far – this week is love Notre Dame plus the points. And I, and I always tend to be a little cautious and hesitant and uh, getting on board with these, these underdogs that I kind of jokingly call the dogs of fleas because everybody seems to like them. And, and look, I think we do have our questions about Ohio State and certainly the offensive line has struggled at times. But defensively, I think they're light years ahead of where they have been in the last couple of years. Uh, the offense may have found something last week granted against a bad uh, defense in Western Kentucky, but McCord looked as comfortable as he had in their running game. Their offensive line looked, and their weapons looked as good as they have in a long time. So uh, th- this will be a massive test for for Ohio State going on the road. And Like I said, right now, I, I don't have a play in this game, uh, but maybe by the time Saturday, I, I will.
0: Bear, I'm curious, maybe we'll get some of your other best bets to close the show, but just in a minute here, you tweeted something interesting the other day, and this market's open in a few places, updated win totals on teams up to this point in the year, and you remarked that Alabama's updated win total. I think we all watched the South Florida game, and were like, oh, my God. Alabama, eight and a half, the updated win total. I've seen that in a few places. If you had to play that right now here in about a minute, what would you do with Alabama with, I think, expectations as low as they've almost ever been with Saban?
2: i I'd, I'd be I'd probably play it under at the plus money because i I think they'll probably go on the road and I think am will probably beat them uh I think the LSU game will be a problem and that's three right there and then you're looking for one more loss I, I, obviously from one of the Mississippi schools this week uh, road game at Kentucky a game at Auburn at the end of the year and maybe maybe you're in a, in a spot at the end of the year where you can just play play Bama money line on on the road at Auburn if need be but I would lean towards the under right now just because I think the quarterback position is a problem. Milrow is probably the best guy to put under center, and he he, he isn't necessarily a great thrower. Their best chance of winning games are just him using his legs and getting behind that running game. But, boy, they they did not look like the same team last week that we're used to seeing.
1: Bear, as of right now, what is your favorite look on the board this weekend in college football? Could be a big game, could be a small game.
2: Now, I like the Texas Tech team total over thirty-three and a half against Baylor. I think if you look at Baylor's defense, it does not look like a typical Dave Aranda defense, like he's whether had at Baylor in the last couple of years or in his previous stops at Wisconsin or a- or. LSU or anywhere like that. So Texas, I think I think Texas's offense could have a big game, especially off of the subpar performance last week against Wyoming. And I kind of like like I like playing some of these spots. I, I think uh, Tulsa getting the drop in class if they gotten blown out by by uh, Washington and Oklahoma, two great offenses. Now you're catching points against a team in Northern Illinois, which offensively is challenged eleven points each the last two weeks. So I think I think Tulsa will be able to put up some points there. And, and I might be looking at a team like. Like Ball State maybe against Georgia Southern. Obviously, Georgia Southern had a great game last week and put up a bunch of yards on Wisconsin. Is there a little bit of disappointment, though? And, and I think it's an opportunity maybe to grab Ball State uh, plus the 6.5 there. So, yeah, the dog games there for you, but uh, all, all money cashes and spends the same, right?
0: Absolutely. Bear. do you want to get your thoughts on the Heisman Trophy here just because the market's kind of compressed, right? Caleb Williams is still the favorite, but now the list of challengers seems to be growing. Michael Penix is a short price. A lot of other players' short prices as well. In about 30 seconds here, is it Caleb Williams repeating? If you had to pick someone else, who would you pick?
2: I don't think it's going to be Caleb Williams receiving. I I think there's a little bit of voter fatigue uh, that there would be, and with so many other potential options out there. I think two guys to look at, number one would be Sam Hartman, with a big game against Ohio State this week. He's got another ranked opponent in Duke coming up. He's got SC. If they happen to get through those games, uh, maybe losing just one of the big ones and they finish the regular season 11-1, uh, I think Hartman certainly would be uh, in the mix. And I, I would take a look at Tyler Van Dyke from Miami as well. Uh, he's a guy a couple of years ago in his freshman year put up numbers late in the year that only Joe Burrow would put up in the college football playoff era. And Miami is a team now. They got the AM game out of the way. If they were to beat Clemson and or Florida State, go to the ACC title game and win, he's obviously going to be a big reason why. He looks really comfortable in Shannon Dawson's offense. So those are two names that aren't among the obvious ones that might be worth a price before the, uh, the current price disappears.
1: Tyler Van Dyke, forty to one to win the Heisman Trophy right now at our show sponsor, BetMGM. Bear, this was absolutely awesome. Know that the weeks are crazy for you. We sincerely appreciate you making the time. Bear is on Twitter My at question. Chris Felica. You gotta watch Big Noon kickoff. The show's absolutely unbelievable. And uh yeah, on Saturday mornings at noon, right? Big noon kickoff here, um, with our guy Chris Felica leading up into the noon game on Fox and Bear bets featuring. Jeff Schwartz, featuring Will Hill and featuring friend of You Better You Bet, the great Sam Paniadovich. Episode dropping every week. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you subscribe to your podcast. Bear, we sincerely appreciate it. Good luck with the bets this weekend. Have a couple great broadcasts, and we'll talk to you soon. We will. Thanks. Have a great weekend, guys. The great Chris Felica joining us here on You Better You Bet. On the other side, from college, back to the National Football League, Eric Eager from Sumer Sports giving us his best bets for week number three.